Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. Kelly Lynn, I absolutely love that intro. I, you know, I like I was, to play the ones that you like. I was a huge Jefferson fan, Jefferson's oh, yeah. fan coming into, you know, when I was young. Well, that was a long time ago, just for... For uh, your sake, there, Clay. I'm with that you, was Charlie. BC. I, I liked it. Yeah, well, that was that way was, BC. That was like was 30 BC. years BC. I was going to say, that, that, no that's doubt. a bit BC there. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. So uh, uh, I'm Troy Harmon, and uh, I'm joined by Clay Norman and Peter Lynch. Kelly Lynn? Yes, sir. Um, where do you want to go now? I mean, probably not I shopping. I mean, in the normal consumer doesn't <laughs> no, want to. No. Um, well, we're talking interest rates. Sure. And it is it is a common thing. Everybody is talking about it right now. Sure. Um, and let's see. I have Jeff and Carol this week. Um, mid to late 50s. Um, they're Young. That's what you're saying. Young, right? yes. Young. Yeah. yeah. But they're looking at a very few expensive years Ignore coming up. Ignore the rest of us, Clay. They're young. <laughs> they're young. Yeah, they're young. Expensive years are coming up. Uh, daughters getting married. They're moving. They're building their uh, dream, you know, retirement home that they want. Um, they know they, and of course, retirement is probably a good 10 years out, at least. Um, they know they need because to Because they're so young. Yes. Yeah. Because they're young. <laughs> yes. They're going to be moving money for retirement. Um, and they're looking at long-term interest rates. And while they're a heck of a lot better than they have been, um, they're, they're looking at it going like, I can generally get more in dividend-paying stocks. Yeah. I mean, sure. so I guess the thing is they just don't want to, like, tie up their money for, like, oh, 10 years worth of money. And, they're, yeah. they're, and actually, there's a solution to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember, and we just mentioned this mm-hmm. our sectors and how they've how they've reacted to rising interest rates yes every single mm-hmm. sector down a little bit consumer staples which is one of those good dividend paying sources uh kind of flat yeah but then you got some others i think they're kind of like average about 10 percent off they've got those you know rose colored hindsight glasses on you know dude I, they're not the only ones oh, i, I talk to people quite a bit lately that are still saying man the fed's gonna cut this interest rate and gross stocks are gonna fly back to the moon i don't know guys not after it's thursday been a, it's been a decade it's been a decade of of yeah. growth yeah. and it's easy to get anchored to what worked last time mm-hmm. and uh it doesn't always pan out to work next time you know so kelly lynn introduced you all to uh jeff and carol who they need to start buying you know and setting stuff money aside because they knew they've got an expensive couple of years coming up uh, including a retirement at the end of it and they're just not liking they're they're hesitant yeah, they know. don't want to throw their money into well, they're slow-growing slow fixed income. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. I think they're looking at it like, oh, we need 10 years. You know, we need to buy 10-year bonds. Oh, it's an inverted yield curve. Why are we buying it? You know, yeah, like, right. and I think that's where there's, there's a little bit more detail that goes into buying bonds. Sure. And I'm going to turn it over to the, you know, the planners in the room. All right. <laughs> well, guys, what now? Well, you know, I, I would say, 
it is good to go ahead and start thinking about buying some fixed income. You know, if if you know you're going to have liquidity needs in the next 10 years. Well, the thing that I think people forget is you don't put your money aside. Just, I mean, it's not going to, it never would it expect to grow and make you wealthier anyway, right? Sure. Don't you measure this more against the rate of inflation? Sure. So, and it's stable. So, you know, you the, the market fluctuates up and down when, it, when you're talking about the stock market. Um, but the fluctuations in the bond market are generally a whole lot less. Now, I can understand how you might be a little bit nervous having watched the bond market decline by 10% this year. Sure. Yeah. Uh, while interest rates went from basically zero to the the overnight lending rate for the Fed is three and a quarter, but the market for bonds has actually appreciated a bit more than that. So, um, you know, I can see why you're nervous, but the reality is the 10-year rule is based on trying to avoid the volatility of the stock market and still try to mark time with inflation so that you can protect your purchasing power, right? Absolutely, because yeah. you, do, you don't want to end up in a year like this year where you know you need money and have to sell equities to do it. Right. And, a terrible time. And uh, even those that pay a dividend don't give you the, even those stocks that give you a dividend don't. Yeah. I mean, they are a bit more stable if you look sure. over history. So basically in, in we're reality, telling them you, to go buy 10-year bonds. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And, but the thing is, it's got to be high quality. Mm -hmm. You want to mm -hmm. make sure. I mean, there, there is a concept. You can lose opportunity to, okay. to make more money. So you, you might, you're going to lay aside that for the lack of volatility, right? Mm -hmm. But in reality, you're, you're not likely to lose money unless you have an issue or default. Okay. Right now, you can get a 10-year treasury for almost 4%. Right. Uh, if you look, rates of inflation are at 8.2, 8.3. It's a whole lot better than throwing your money in cash, which they're not worried about. But it, the market's down 20%. Now, there are those folks that say, you know, why don't get in the market, buy the dip. It's, it's a great time to buy. Valuations have finally fallen back below their 10-year average. But in reality, you've still got the Fed saying their top rate, which won't happen until March or May, and who knows really when it'll happen. Mm -hmm. That's what the market's indicating. Um, but that that top interest rate is more like four and three quarter. Okay. So we and we haven't seen those in a long time. It, since oh five oh six. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. So yeah. you know you can get you can get better yields. Uh, the the thing that you really need to anchor to is the fact that, I, and I appreciate their sentiment and their emotion, but the fact is. Usually when you listen to people's sentiment, uh, you can get an indication as to what's going on more widespread in the market. You know, not everyone is going to give you an indication of what the overall market is, um, efficient or not. Right, Peter? That's right. There we go. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> there has I'm gonna been an <laughs> off-air conversation about efficient markets. And, yeah. uh, I'm just trying to stick a thumb in the sore spot. That's all. Clay and I were not participating. There right, we go. Right, <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, all right. I like the way y'all backed out of that. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. <laughs> you know, if, if Peter's going to, you know, roll that buzz backwards i'm pulling clay out of the way but the fact is the fed's target inflation rate is still two percent the last mm -hmm. time i figured it 
4% is better than 2%, right? So if yep. you could buy a longer term bond and the target inflation rate does get back to 2%, you're actually beating inflation and growing your wealth. Mm-hmm. Are you not? Yeah. So, you know, you're So what happens in a couple of years when, you know, the interest rates go back down? Yeah. Are they uh, still buying those 10-year bonds then? Or uh, uh, Yes. I mean, okay. you want to build out the ladder. The reality is, Kelly Lynn, as those bonds, as, as market yields decline, uh-huh. you should see the appreciation in the price of those bonds that you bought now when the rates are 4%. So uh, while I believe that we're going to see higher interest rates over the next six months to 12 months, mm-hmm. uh, I see absolutely no reason to sit on your hands and not go ahead and do what your long-term strategy would tell you. And we're always going to tell them. I mean, you're within 10 years of, of retirement, so start building your bond ladder. Okay, yeah. so now I'm going to ask you a question. Like, sure. And I have, I have worked here for many, many years. I have always heard y'all say, keep maturity short. Sure. So why am I doing that then? If well, I'm t- going out and buying a 10-year bond. Yeah, so here's the thing. You're, you may not have the opportunity to buy a 10-year treasuries or 10-year bonds in general at a, mm-hmm. at a higher interest rate. They're, they're at a, a reasonable rate. Uh, again, higher than the long-term target Absolutely. inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, why you want to keep bond maturity short is because uh-huh. they are less sensitive to those rising interest rates. Okay. Now, we you can get over 4%. I think we saw 4.3 this week yeah. on a two and a three-year treasury. Uh-huh. Um, you could do that if you wanted. I okay. expect those to actually contract. I think those, those rates will come down, which when rates fall, prices go up, and you would be a beneficiary of that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we don't really play that. Uh, this is not a strategy that we're trying to implement mm-hmm. so that you're going to win in the bond market. <laughs> this is okay. setting aside money so that you have it I think and, in the amount and at the time that you right. need it for spending. Exactly. I think they're looking at it like, oh, we've got to keep it growing, you know, and sure. this is not like it's a not liquidity thing. It, right. It, it's it, This is a liquidity thing. It's, it's right. about preparing for your future and they're looking at so it that you as know a that your money is growth. there yeah. right and the thing is this is the money that keeps you sleeping at night right yeah absolutely and this that's, is yeah that's the goal of our fixed income portfolio is to have the money there when you need it we'll try to maximize the interest rate and then any money that's not needed correct that can be in growth yeah. stocks and if something happens to those growth stocks mm-hmm. in the in the meantime you don't have to lose your mind and sell at a bad time, right? Right. This exactly. is all to make you sleep at night. It's, mm-hmm. it's the whole reason. You're going to have it so that it matures in a time and at an amount that you can spend it in the future based on your financial plan. Now, that's the other piece. If you don't have a financial plan... Well, those are also handy. Well, I mean, how much do you set aside otherwise? That's, Absolutely. That's the piece yeah. that informs that decision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot that goes on with the with the fixed income strategy mm-hmm. at Hensler Financial. And, uh, you know, you have to know all of the details. All right. Peter, I'm going to task you. I'm going to use you mentioned the word bond ladder. Yes. I want you to explain that. You got a minute. Go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so a ladder, like Troy was saying earlier, you're buying maturities when that money is needed. So if you need X amount in one year, you have a bond that matures in one year. Right. Money that's needed in two years, you buy a bond that matures in two years. Right. So that's the ladder. One year, two years. Right. 
And we usually build it backwards, though, right? Because yes. you start when you're 10 years away from retirement, so you're going to buy the long end first. And then as you go, that long bond is going to become your one-year bond in 10 or nine years so that you're ready to spend it, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you build right. the so ladder. those are the rungs of the ladder each year that that right. maturity happens. Right. And you'd basically take the market rate and, there you go. and do what you can. And he yeah. did that exactly within one minute. There you go. Oh, you know. Efficient. Peter is, perfect. Peter is, efficient. He's the efficient market <laughs> he's speaker. He is efficient. That? All right. We're coming up next. We've got a couple of questions. I actually have a question that is a, a little bit based on this or very related. Somebody is asking about stockpiling cash. So mm. we will get to that after uh, we take this break. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. <laughs> 